dad <laughs> hi mommy <laughs> how's it going everybody welcome to the michael dupree variety hour on every podcast provider in the world in and around the world on this big beautiful blue green orb orb satan's footlocker mm. it is a nice chilly afternoon uh and i made the awful mistake of wearing just a light hoodie um which is on me, but I feel like it, it, it raises your endurance, makes you a stronger individual, makes you a better individual. Uh, if you're, if you're a look, they say that using antibacterial soap is bad for you because it's, or like hand sanitizer. It's like, cause if, it, it, well, I it doesn't know, build up your immune it system. It doesn't build up your immune system. Right. So you're only supposed to like wash with like fresh manure and hot water cause they're, Right, it keeps you it keeps you dirty. Yeah, makes sense. It yeah. keeps you keeps you strong. It'll turn you into a cockroach. It turns you into a cockroach, and you're strong. You know, cockroaches they say can live forever because they're dirty little pieces of garbage, and, and they have healthy immune systems. They have healthy immune systems. Yeah, you're not going to see a, a, a cockroach calling into work saying, "Sorry, I can't come in today. I'm I got I got the case of the sniffles." Cockroaches have never missed a day of work. That's true. Never. Cockroaches. Not one. I have, you know, look, I've been a manager a few times in my life, and I've never had an issue with the cockroaches calling in. They're always like, there. They're reliable. The kitchen, you know? Car yes. never breaks Under down. Nothing. It's always, always there. there. Yeah. They never, yeah, they're always, they're bright and early. They're, they're usually there before I am, and they're out the door after <laughs> me. So I don't think I've ever seen them there, you know, very, very hard workers. So let that be a lesson to you. Be like a cockroach if you want to be <laughs> successful in this life. I forgot how I got onto this train of thought. Oh, coat. Yeah. Also, cockroaches. Ever seen one wear a coat? No. I've only ever seen a cockroach wear a light hoodie. Light hoodies. Right. There yes. you go. It's the light hoodie. Yeah. Yep. They either go nothing or they wear like a nice, uh, fashionable light hoodie. Uh, so, and you know, rain or shine, snow, hail, sleet, slick, hurricane, earthquake, or hurricane. Did I say Hurricane? Hurricane. Hurricane. That's a great sci-fi uh, original yeah. movie. <laughs> Shark Hurricane. Yeah, it's on Shark Week now. Yeah. It said it, so it has to be done. So I feel like I'm strong, a stronger individual because I did not prepare for the weather. Uh, but, you know, whatever. This is episode number 76 of the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Uh, today, I am joined by some old friends. Uh, I welcomed them on last year. And, and well, now the, line, now the lineup is just a little bit different. But the two that I have here, one of them is the same and the other one is different. Uh, you might remember them. They are a Motown jazz uh, collective called Virginia Violet and the Rays. Today I'm joined by Joe Myers. Welcome back. Hello, thanks for having mm -hmm. me. You were here last year. I Do was. Do you remember it fondly? Very fondly. Heck yeah. Very fondly. And also an old friend of the show, but also a member of Virginia Violet and the Rays. You might remember him from our days on Wayne Radio. He used to be our engineer here, and now he's on the other side of the microphone. You used to be on the microphone then too, but mm -hmm. now you're being the one being interviewed. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know. It is weird. It's different. Mm. <laughs> Tommy Porter. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. Great, great having you here. One of these days, I'm going to have the entire, all ten of the Virginia Vod and the Rays on the show. We have been planning to do that but for some time. I don't know how it would work logistically. I mean, people could double up on microphones, but that would still leave us with like three people without a microphone. We could have all the horns sit on top of each other with one mic. They seem right like that, they'd be you know? okay with that. They they seem like they get along really on a pulley well. system. Yeah, yeah. And then you mm-hmm. can just slide through one up, at a time. Go yeah. down. There you Those go. guys yeah. seem like they are having so much fun when you guys are performing. They have a lot of fun. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So tell me, you guys, uh, what if, for those who are on un- the uninitiated, uh, what is who are you? What do you do in the band? Uh, and if you were to uh, go back in time and unassassinate anybody, but you would have to assassinate somebody else at the same time period, who would it be and who would it be? <laughs> Joe, we'll start with okay. you. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So my name, well, actually, I'm going to start with your question first. Okay. So if I could go back in history and unassassinate somebody. Mm-hmm. Also murder, like not every. So like, you're telling me I get to pick somebody that was assassinated that I can prevent from being assassinated and in turn choose somebody else, else who's alive at the same time at, who, it has to be the same it has to be time a, period someone that is alive it, they could be a baby they don't necessarily have to be famous at the same time but they have but to be alive that you'd be murdering time. a child a young baby <sighs> okay but yes they have to Pressure be alive at the same Joe. time and it doesn't necessarily like assassination like what is assassination it's just a murder of an important person and it's someone who was murdered like people don't okay say, so it doesn't like, have to be assassinated it could just be somebody that like, was killed Right, but like specifically murdered. Okay. Okay. Like, specifically like, murdered. People never say the assassination of Biggie Smalls, but he like right. he was assassinated. Yeah. He was okay. All right. So I would pick John Lennon. You would unassassinate. I would pick John, John Lennon. Lennon. I would unassassinate John Lennon simply because Why? okay, yeah. because I'm I'm a big I'm a big Beatles nerd. Mm-hmm. Let the let the record show. I love the Beatles, and I love a lot of their solo stuff. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney. John Lennon is my favorite Beatle. Let, let's start okay. with that. John Lennon, I think, is my favorite Beatle. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney is my favorite solo Beatle. Of all See, the Beatles solo work, that's, he's my favorite solo. But in terms of like when the Beatles are around, John Lennon, heart and soul of the Beatles. Uh-huh. So just out of the interest to see what music he would continually make, uh-huh. I would unassassinate John Lennon. It would be really interesting to see because like, he would probably keep making music until now. <laughs> Totally. Just Paul is too. Why not? Of course. Yeah. You know, I bet George, George was still doing the same thing. Ringo's mm-hmm. still make, coming out with stuff. Ringo's so, still doing stuff. I think, <laughs> I don't, you know, whatever that's called. Yeah. yeah. He's just more like a celebrity than a musician. He always yeah. has been like the, he puts on know. a fun show though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the fun guy in the band. Yeah. You know, he's the horn section. I liked, I, I went to see him a couple years ago, but he was with the guy from uh, Toto and I really just wanted to go to see Africa and Rosie yeah, yeah. <laughs> more than I wanted to see any oh, Ringo yeah. songs right yeah, anyway yeah. but who would you kill okay so who would I kill the same time John Lennon was killed in 70 79 70, or 80 something like that yeah, I think it was, like was killed in 1980 70, I think it was 79 I think you're right so <sighs> Reagan uh oh <laughs> <laughs> that's good Can that's, you get, that's uh, right it was, it was 1980 I was right yeah, um, and he was definitely alive then. He's probably doing, you know, baked bean commercials. Damn, who whatever. would have been president if Reagan had been assassinated? Oh gosh, I don't. Well, probably H W. <laughs> no, what, who's Second the, who's the dude he ran? Oh, who's the guy he ran against? Uh, oh yeah, it could have been H W. Was after. <laughs> was it? Uh, I don't even know. 
whatever. Know, that's a good option. I yeah. would have said maybe George Harrison, so he wouldn't have had to live through cancer. Ooh, that's, that's not that's pretty. <laughs> that would that would yeah. have been much more of a considerate answer. I was <laughs> yeah, just then, like, then he would have shaved another hate, twenty years. Off you know, of his like, life. who could I just? Right. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we are gonna get tw- cancer in twenty years, so the next twenty years don't really matter. Right. Uh, yeah, even yeah. though you, that you, that after even though in the middle of these twenty years is when you do some great work with the traveling wilburys. Yeah. And and other. Great That's an interesting way to go about it, though. You would prevent somebody from suffering. Where yeah. I. I would was find preventing somebody from having widespread success as yeah, a right. president. <laughs> See, if you were really considerate, you would have done research and seen someone who might have had like a really gruesome death on December 9th, uh, 1980, and just given them a I swift pick, death yeah. on the 8th. Mm-hmm. But you're not very considerate. Right. Well, I wasn't even thinking about like <laughs> But death also you options, are considerate cause... because Ronald Reagan was a awful human being. So Right. Well, oh yeah. sorry God. to anyone who liked, yeah. who liked <laughs> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Are you a Ronald Reagan fan, Tom? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> you, you just I'm not offended here. I'm not offended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, your turn. And Tommy? So, oh, wait, you didn't answer oh, who oh, you yeah. are and what you do in the band. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my name is Joe Myers, and oh, yeah. I play... No, you're not. Yeah. You, not anymore, you aren't. You can call me Skip. <laughs> Skip Myers. You can call me Skip. Um, yeah, I play I play the bass in the band. A boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Very nice. All right, and you are. So I'm I'm Tommy Porter. I play guitar in the band. A lot of fun holding it down the rhythm. The rhythm. Yep. The rhythm. <laughs> that's a that's a tough question. I feel like Joe, we were on the same wavelength there. Cause you can't have the same answer. I know. Anther. Now I can't. Now so so now it's hard. Now I gotta pick someone else, and you're leaving me in a weird spot. But I think your answer for who you would have assassinated should have been. This is going to get me some hate. It's going to be funny. Paul McCartney, just to see the oh. flip side and what would have happened. Yeah. Oh, Alternate universe, like Paul McCartney gets assassinated. But why would people assassinate Paul McCartney? He wasn't talking about peace. Well, that's true. Just it, maybe just like a stray accident, you know? Yeah. Like someone know. was trying to shoot John Lennon, but it, it missed and he was behind him. universe you know? where they were getting along <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Just accidentally. Were they getting along at the time? Or had they made up by that point? John and Paul? Yeah. Oh, no, they weren't. They, they were not They cool. still did not like each other. No. And ten years later, get nope. over it, guys. Well, yeah, the thing, there was, was the, all the lawsuits, man. There was, like, oh, yeah. huge... By that mm. point, like, I think it was just before John Lennon died that they resolved, or they, like, broke up their uh, partnership, you know? Because yeah. at, at the time, it was, like, they were still, you know, lawyering up, and, like, everybody was like, I want this piece, and I need this credits and whatever. And for the most part, it was very... You know, they were super tight forever with their, you know, legal endeavors and, you know, with the amount of fame they had, they had to be protected, like, you know. Right. So. Man. All that stuff about the names, too. Yeah, all the names. Split it up and, yeah, you know, the order and all that. I know. Super weird. Could, so. Why couldn't they have just had one brief little moment right before? It was supposed said, to be a show or something. Me. Yeah. Do you think if John Lennon hadn't died then, there would have eventually, like in the 90s, before George Harrison died, have been like a Beatles reunion show or something like that? I can't say, but for for all that I've read, I feel like even to that point, it was always like, I don't think it'll ever, I don't think it's going to happen. They were just two different of people. I just finished reading a George Harrison book, actually. Mm, biography. called? Just Harrison Around. <laughs> just Harrison, yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I don't even remember. It was, it was really good though, and it was just like a very like in depth like why you know why things broke up the way they were, and and George, you know, it's they talk a lot about the documentary. I don't know if you've seen the documentary on HBO. Of mm-hmm. Living in the material world is the name of the documentary. It's like a 
you know, three hour, like, you know, total biopic of George's life and stuff. And in the book, though, it's very, there's some really interesting parts about like, you know, they were saying like between all the Beatles, George and Paul were like the furthest apart in terms of personality. Really? Like, yeah. To where Paul was very like, oh, I'm enthusiastic and exciting and, you know, maybe I'm charming. I'm able to talk to people. And George was kind of the opposite of just like very dry, flat humor but like you know, was also very intense, like in his playing and stuff, and so you know, George Harrison was great, definitely, very good. But you still didn't say yeah, who you so would now assassinate. Yeah, I got to pick. Um, let's see who is. Who, you, who would unassassinate? Who would I unassassinate? I mean, if you're sticking with the Paul McCartney answer of who you would. Uh, yeah, now I got to think of that time period. You know, you so. don't have to. Well, he's still alive, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. I don't know. So who would you kill? Right, this is your. No, I guess it's who I would oh, unkill. Oh, who you would unkill. Yeah, right. you well, let's get on this president thing again. What if we, like, JFK, no assassination? That would be interesting. Well, like, what, what would have that happen? done to time? So you would you know? kill Paul McCartney and unkill JFK. But well, you, now, so you would have yeah, killed Paul McCartney know, in the middle of the Beatles. Just because, yeah. you know. <laughs> Before even Let's Abbey just Road. ruin it. The Rolling Stones would have been bigger, you know. Oh, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Some might <laughs> say they are. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm just joking. Beatles are my favorite band, but think of what would have happened, you know. Think of what would happen if Paul McCartney was assassinated in 1964. Right, exactly, yeah. Never made it over. <laughs> never made it. Never made Sergeant Peppers. Bring yeah. Pete Best back in the band. Ring yeah. plays guitar. Right. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. The beat. Oh. They turn into like a three-piece <laughs> punk band Beatle. or something. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's a great answer. So, what's new with the Virginia Violet and the Rays, Tommy? Uh, well, something got, big. Got our album out. coming. Album yeah. coming. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's the name. Come. Album coming. Eleventh mm-hmm. of May. Album nice. come fast. Full... Album <laughs> yeah. come fast. <laughs> mm. yeah. So, what is this new album called? May I know? Yeah, it's called On the Fringe. On the Fringe. Mm. And so, what's yeah. uh, artistically and tonally? What is the difference between this album and the EP that you released? Was it last year or was it? Uh, that was 2016. We put mm-hmm. out the EP. Um, and I think the EP was kind of more just like, all right, we're all in a band. Yeah. And what is that? And we're kind of just experimenting and we're still kind of finding our footing a little bit. Um, and like we, like I just said, that was two years ago. So we've had a lot of time since then to kind of become more comfortable with each other as a band, learn more. Virginia and I have done a lot of writing in, in different ways and tried to experiment the writing process and, and see how we can change things up since then. So this album is a collection of all the songs that we've been working on for the last two years. Um, and I think, you know, Virginia and I, like, you know, we do a lot of the songwriting together, you know, for the most part. And a lot of our songs deal with a lot of like risk taking, um, you know, and trust and uh, kind of going for it in, you know, one way or another. Um, so like, and that's kind of reflective of our single "Go On Without Me," mm-hmm. which is about a bank robbery. It's a you know kind of a fictitious story Ooh. about a bank robbery and Scandalous. and with a couple and something goes wrong and you know one rats out the other and um, so you know we've had a lot of time to work on the songs, but this is kind of the culmination of of that. Nice, you know? very exciting. Uh, and you also have a record release show on May 11th. May 11th, yep. May 11th mm. at the Loving Touch in mm. Ferndale. Um, nice. And yeah, we're going to have... So it's kind of a double release day. So we're going to release our album that day mm-hmm. digitally. And we're also going to have you know CDs if anybody wants to get those. 
And then we're also coming out with a 7-inch see-through purple vinyl 45 Nice. with uh, a couple of the songs from the record. It's just going to be a limited pressing, only 300 made, and the first 50 people that come through the door get one for free. Wow, guys. So they get a free That is pretty spectacular. Don't Mm. miss that unless you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I forgot we're not. And if you are, it's yeah, okay. we're not. We don't <laughs> hold against you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so let's hear that first song. Uh, it's called "Go On Without Me," uh, and you said it's about a, a fictitious bank robbery. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's about a bank robber, Re. <laughs> robber, robber, Re. Uh, yeah, it's about a couple, and um, you know they're trying to, you know pull themselves out of the weeds and they decide to rob a bank and trust each other and at the end of the day something goes wrong uh-oh and i guess we'll find out in the song oh baby so here is virginia violet and the rays with go on without me
baby. That was fresh. That's a fresh, fresh little track. I don't remember. Like, to be honest, I don't remember the last time I heard a song that good. I do. It was off the, Paul McCartney's yes. first solo record. Yes. Band <laughs> on the remember, run. He's, he's dead now. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> we, oh, God. I forgot we went back and yeah. changed that. Yeah. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, John Lennon is now a major racist, and he's president. So. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Looks like we made a mistake. Oh, well. Things happen. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Things happen. So, you guys, uh, you was uh, you released a music video for that uh, song, Go On Without Me. Uh, was that your guys' first music video? Hmm? Hmm? Um, yeah, I think first released music video right now, yeah. Like your, was it also the first music video that you've been involved in outside of this band? Actually, for me, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it has. That's amazing. TP's first fun. vid. TP's for, not your first vid. Not me, not me, no. Oh, you, you are a veteran in He's the vid. Back, I've, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you know, been a couple of videos here and there. And uh, my old band, The Vonnegut's, we had a video, and I was in a video for this other band, the Kickstand Band, that I played in for Ooh. a little bit. Um, is this your favorite music video, though? Yeah, it is. Mm, this is one. my favorite music it's video. It's a very good one. What, tell me about the, uh, what was like. Were there any like fun goofs that happened during the uh, recording of that music video? Uh, well, we uh, we did it at a studio, and there was uh, kind of a this guy that was like working around in the studio, and he came over before we started shooting and was like, "Hey guys, I have a 360 video device." So mm-hmm. he's like, "Maybe after before you shoot this video." You can maybe like do like try this out. He's like, I'm kind of experimenting with it. I don't really know, whatever. And I had never like heard of this before. So we put this thing in the middle of the room, mm-hmm. and we all like you know made a circle around this you know camera, which is obviously 360 degrees. And then he's like, all right, now play a song and just like have fun with it, whatever. So we started doing it, and then you know we like we're all like moving around and like trying stuff out, and like okay, we're gonna like come in and, and move out and see what happens or whatever and it was pretty fun it was a cool thing nice. to do you know it the final product didn't come out as good as the music video did but it was still fun to just see like oh wow this is what 360 video looks like this is very weird and you cool can text, like, yeah. move it and yeah you have is your phone and you could, like can look around i don't i don't think it's no. public actually it might not be part. public i think it was just kind of like a fun like it's gonna yeah. be on the vinyl record yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can put spin it, in it quick player. enough and you can see it yeah. it's a digital yeah. download it's a hologram yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. will your record work on a phonograph yeah. like an hypothetically old-timey, wouldn't it an old-timey like like if you crank yeah. it i yeah. guess it, it would if the needle's good you know Let's make yeah. it happen you can put it on the seven and one turntable you got up here yeah yeah that thing won't work. <laughs> I think the thing is actually broken. <sighs> technology, guys, am I right? Mm. Has technology ever mm, destroyed your day? Yeah. Tell me about it. I well, for the music video, I broke my guitar right before. Oh my god! <laughs> so I mean, that is true. I use my friend's guitar, and it's really funny because now that it's out, everyone's like, "Oh, that's a cool guitar you got," and all this. I'm like, "It's not mine. It's not my guitar." Yeah, I was borrowing it. <laughs> How'd you break your guitar? 
I dropped it after a show on accident. And, yeah, it was pretty bad. That's Head stock popped up. Upsetting off, so. way to is that technology? That's, that's like low grade technology, right? I mean, if technology, if the te- if guitar technology was better, just simply dropping a guitar wouldn't completely right. break it. So yeah, ruined my Gravity, day. Gravity, man. Yeah, they need shock cases for those. Yeah. I think they do have those. Like the, the outer box, you know. <laughs> An outer box. <laughs> Waterproof. Yeah. Man. Waterproof. One time, uh, <clears throat> the only time I've ever, like, performed, uh, like, on a stage, like, with, like, instruments, like, I've ever performed in a band, I uh, was, like, freaking out a little bit because, like, I was it was, it was on stage. It was in my high school. Uh, <laughs> it was, like, high school, like, rock band class. Nice. Uh, and I, like leaned the guitar up against like a keyboard or something like that and it just like went boom yep. and it ruined my vibe for it the oh, whole thing man. and I've never performed music on stage again <laughs> yeah but you you perform you do improv yes that's on air, whole right? different though yeah it's, whole, it's way different it's a lot less uh, it takes a lot less skill you basically See, have, to have I, no skill. I don't know about that. Michael, <laughs> I completely and firmly disagree with you there because yeah. I have tried to do improv a couple times before and I suck at it. I am so bad. And when I see people like get up there and just do it, it's so foreign to me. Like mm-hmm. that's something like play on stage, psh, no problem. Been on a million of them, can do it anytime. But something like that where it's like, you know, I, I think maybe it's par- partially like the improv thing. Like just the actual notion of like, I'm coming up there with a blank canvas and I'm, you know, right. going to risk making a fool of myself, and I don't care. Like, and that's, that's funny because you play in a jazz band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's it's the the it's funny because like music and improv are kind of like polar opposites as far as like what you have to like do. Like when you're make when you're like learning how to play an instrument or learning how to sing or something or play music, you are like developing a skill. Uh, to like you're like you're honing something, whereas improv like you're honing like improv skills, but like you're really kind of shaving off layers of like just like uh, in, like inhibitions that you've had, so you can get back to kind of like that childlike play state. Okay. So it's like you're yeah. kind of like unlearning, like yeah, social, wow. yeah. you know, like there's a there's like quote about music like that too, or something. It's something like you spend all this time learning like scales, notes, chords, all that, and then you're just supposed to try to forget it all when yeah. you go to improv solos. Sure, and stuff. So yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's all it's a, about just forgetting, like trying to be funny. Like yeah. uh, it's you know, it's always like interesting, like seeing people just start doing improv and like they're trying to be like the funniest person in the room and i'm sure same same with music they're trying to be like the shreddingest like i'm like oh look how many like but then when they like you know same with improv and in music like when they just start to like kind of just get into it and just feel it or in music just try like, like overcompensate just groove with it just like yeah, be yeah. real yeah. like mm-hmm. uh that's when they're making the best stuff definitely you know? yeah and so it's always interesting seeing on both sides, like how the more people progress, the more they like when they mellow out and start to just kind of feel it, like they just get they're better. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that just comes with age too, and just like you said, like playing yeah. enough and you know putting yourself out there enough times to where you start to just learn about yourself more when you're yeah. doing something like that. Don't know? try to be performative, I mean, though, even if you're performing. Yeah, just be, just express yourself. Mm-hmm. Be real. Be real. Wow, good, nice. good, good, serious talk, you guys. Yeah. Wow. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about aliens. Okay. All right. Sweet. Aliens. I was, gonna, I was gonna say asses, but there's only so far that we can go with that. <laughs> okay. All right. 
alien Let's asses. talk about alien asses. Yeah, right. Alien okay, asses. that's a good point. Okay. Uh, so, first, first question, all, do they have asses? Yeah, first question, what, what anatomy of alien are we uh, t- uh, subscribing to? Like, are we talking, like, do we think that the gray man alien is, like, the thing, like, the main alien? Or do we think, like, aliens are, like, more ethereal? Do we think they are unlike what we are familiar with? Yeah, I feel like it's hard for us to put them in one category, you know? Could let's be go with, so many. Let's just go Could with, be spirits. I don't like that. They could be, like, the machine elves. Like, the... Uh, okay, the, go on. <laughs> are you not familiar with the machine elves? No. So, when people uh, do the drug DMT, uh, are you familiar with that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, it's, you know, they smoke the DMT, they do a lot of it, uh, and uh, allegedly they all see, like, end up seeing these, like, spirit people, like, these machine elves that, like, are, like, whimsical and wise. And okay, all right. They're very interesting, but... Some people say that they're so vivid and like a lot of different people who, you know, like before it was like really recorded, they had all seen this like same beings. Uh, so there's like a theory that like it's they're on like a different plane of existence and like they're just aliens or spirits or something like that. So the question is, do machine elves have assholes? Do they poop? And if they do, do they also look at butts as a sexual piece of the body to machine elves have sex not if they're spirits no, yeah, how, do you, mean, how do you know that though do you not know that if spirits have sex if they have butts it's a tough one it's an easy one guys there's a right answer no there is okay all right well no i say absolutely okay so they do have absolutely they poop they do have sex. absolutely it's sexual okay. and absolutely they have sex we're just going to have to take a bunch of DMT and find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do it right now. I have my DMT pocket. We can record the whole thing. DMT is a terrifying thing. I don't I I'm a, I would be really afraid of trying it. Yeah. I mean, apparently it's not like actually that terrifying to experience it, but it just seems like that going through something like that like Have you guys ever seen the movie Enter the Void? No. Okay. I've done DMT. Before, oh, oh really? Before, yeah. And what, I don't know if, if you want to like. It's <laughs> not, I, you know. But then I was gonna lead and say I saw Into the Void after oh, I did it. Get out. Yeah. So, uh, what was it like when you did? Not it? directly after, but like you know, like, like a couple weeks later. Minute, yeah. minute later. Not not a minute later. Thank God. That probably would have freaked you. I would probably would have. That lost movie's my mind. fucking crazy. Yeah. No, but I had a really great. Great experience with it, actually. Really? It was really positive, yeah. Because it only lasts like also? seven minutes, right? Not even. Like really? five to seven minutes, yeah. But it was a really, really uh, like safe environment. Wow. Really comfortable people that mm-hmm. I was with. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, and this guy, you know, who I knew was uh, extracting it because you extract it from a plant that you mm-hmm. have to import. And then you take a part of that plant and then you, you know, make it and he was like okay like if you want to do this like that's cool but like we're gonna go into this other room it's just gonna be you and me we're gonna like you're gonna like you know smoke this out of a bong or whatever and then like lay on this bed smoke it out and of the bong he's like well but you like put weed underneath it and then you sprinkle it on top oh. so that way it's like you're you know you're kind mellowing of into you're mellowing into it yeah so um so yeah he was like just him he's like i'll be here the whole time in case like 
you know, you start to whatever, freak out or whatever, but just don't worry, don't think about that. And then, so yeah, and then you did it, you just lay down and, um, <laughs> and, and it's really hard to describe what oh, man, did you see happens the elves, after though, that. Right? Did you see the elves? Yeah, that's what we need to know. You know, didn't see the elves. Well, and did they have assholes? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're gosh, just trying to figure it out. Guys. I know. And, and you said, well, like he did see someone or something. I might have saw an ass. Maybe I saw that dude's asshole. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I was being, like, maybe he keeping was fucking with me the whole time. Way too close to you. You know? Yeah. Um, no, but it was cool though. Nice. I would recommend nice. it to everybody. Hmm. If, especially if you want to find out about the assholes. Because, yeah. you know, don't take my word for it. Like, I have but, well, I can't it, because right. you did give me a solid answer. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You just said, well, yeah. I didn't see any assholes. I'm, I didn't see any okay, aliens or right. assholes. I didn't. But um, but I I don't know. I just felt felt very free and felt very. Did you feel like you were still in your body? No. 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 I felt like I, I left my body at, at, at a certain point. So, like, he put on the song Dear Mr. Fantasy by Traffic. I don't know if you're familiar Ooh, with that song. Yeah. I'm, from, I'm familiar with Traffic. I don't think yeah. I'm familiar with that song. Dear Mr. Fa- it's kind of like their one. big hit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. he put that song on, and, and the way I knew when I was kind of leaving my body is because. You know, we put it on and it's a lot of, you know, the first wave is like a lot of images start to come out. It's like very like, ge- you know, like geometry patterns and this kind of stuff. Kind of like if like an acid trip or something like that, like where you take a lot. And it's like still like you're aware, though, that you're still like a person. You're still here or whatever. Yeah. And then as the song kept going and like some of the images kept getting faster. And then at one point. All of it stopped. Everything went away, and it it and that's what they I think they call breaking through. But you get to this next point where everything, all the music's gone. It's silent, and you kind of hit this euphoric place of like consciousness where you're still aware, and you're like I've felt like I know my body's somewhere else, but I'm but I'm, my mind is not connected to that, and I'm in a different place. And then I kind of reached that plane for a little bit, and then kind of came back down, and then kind of I didn't see the images again. Kind of just got back into it though, and then. I opened my eyes at a certain point after a couple minutes, and and that's the other thing they say when you do DMT, you should keep your eyes closed because you don't want to you want to be fully detached from your body like when it happens. And then I when I opened my eyes and I was finally done, and my buddy was still sitting there, and the song was almost over, and he was like, "How do you feel?" And I could not, I can't even put into words how it felt. It felt like a giant wave had just cleansed my entire being. Wow, not my body. My body was last on the list, but my mind and my heart and everything, I really did. I felt really uh, comfortable and very uh, self-aware more than I ever will in my entire life. I I swear, this is a total true thing. Um, And I went downstairs and I just felt like it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. No matter what happens when we pass on and people that we've known that have passed on and there's still something else left and you can too folks for the low price yeah, right. of 19.99 you can try dmt <laughs> right. that's very yeah. interesting yeah. wow like uh it's very beautiful <laughs> um i enter the void has terrified me of doing it but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Now a good representation. I'm just going to be afraid now that, you know, if I ever did it, I'd just see a bunch of elves and yeah. stuff. Alien assholes. Yeah, I think you right. have to do a lot of a lot of it to get to the assholes. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you do ketamine for seems that. Seems like the mystery yeah. still continues, ketamine. though. It's like Sasquatch. Yeah. We don't know. Any any DMT yeah. Uh, yeah. any DMT users out there, if you meet a machine elf again, to say, hey, do a little twirl. Yeah, for right. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think they take commands very well. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think they would either. Probably not, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. One day, one day when we are, uh, when the machine elves break through to our plane of existence, we'll be able to. Yeah. We could talk to them. <laughs> we'll talk be able ask to. them. Right. We'll be able, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the straight poop of it. Oh, uh, when you were, li- when I, I meant to ask this and I forgot, did you still hear the music when you like broke through? No. It was all gone, mm, completely gone. gone. Totally gone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. Man. You missed a good song. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, right. It's a shame. Oh, man. All right. Speaking of good songs, what is this next song that you guys will be playing for us? Uh, the next song we're going to play is off of our first EP, and it's called Casa Noche. Mm, what's this one about? Well, Casa comes f- from the word that means house. Ooh. Yeah. And Noche means night. Yeah. But I don't know if that's really a house night. This is kind of a gringo uh, <laughs> type. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, the night house. House night. At the night house, we'll be having some fun at the night house. Night, so it's about a night house. Uh, yeah, it's about a night house. Um, yeah, and just romance. Ooh, smooches. At the night house. At, at the, the night, night house. house. All right. All right. We'll, we'll be having some fun. <laughs> here's Casa Noche by Virginia Violet and the Rays.
Wow, baby, that was a hell of a night house. Mm-hmm, very night house. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys so much for being on the show today. Where can people find more from you? Um, well, we got a bunch of social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we also have a website, uh, mm-hmm. vvandtherays.com. Vvandtherays. Yeah, and uh, you guys should totally come check out our show, May 11th. Get one of those free shiny vinyls, you know. Do you have any uh, a tour coming up or anything? Any any plans for that? Um, not really in the immediate months, but we're talking about doing something in the fall. Oh yeah, nice chilly weather. Yeah. Oh baby. Well, thank you guys again so much for being on the show. Always a thanks, pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. We will be back after this break with our vampire hunter friend Polly Pendleton. Be right back. Welcome back to the Michael Rocky Hour on every podcast provider in the world. That was fun having Virginia Violet and the Rays, well, two of the ten members on here. They're a load of fun. Go check them out on Twitter, Instagram, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Facebook. Go to their show, May 11th. It's a lot of fun. But enough about them. Enough about them. They are in the past. Now... We're looking towards the future, and by looking towards the future, we're looking far into the future because I feel like this profession is something we're all going to have to be worrying about very soon, Uh, and you'll see why. Here I am joined by Polly Pendleton, Vampire Hunter. How's it going, Polly? Uh, It's going very good, Michael. Great to have you on the show. Yeah, I I didn't have any run-ins on my way here. Mm Mm-hmm. But um, oh, is that is that uncommon? You normally have run-ins. I mean, it 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 really goes day to day. Sometimes th- there will uh there'll be a lot of maybe traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, paranormal run-ins. Yeah. But um, do you usually have to like do a lot of killing or just kind of like eyeing down and like, hey, I see you. Well, l- to be honest, what a lot of people don't realize. Is that um, the killing process of a vampire is actually very difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, don't you have to like run a stake through their heart and then chop their body up into little pieces, set them on fire? Like most people think they just implode or, you know, and mm-hmm. they just walk away, but... Not like that. No, they, they turn into like a, like a big pile of guts. Mm, ooh. Yeah, so it's mostly... A, a janitorial job more mm. than anything else. The so. killing part's the easy part. Yeah, it's the cleanup. It, yeah, it's the. Clean what happens up. if you don't clean them up? Well, well, first you run into maybe somebody seeing it, and people would freak out mm-hmm. if they saw me cleaning up a vampire. Yeah, and then also it could seep into the ground and start a whole vampire pandemic. Like how? How do? Wait, so like vampirism can be spread through like airborne or yeah it's very much like a disease oh i always thought that you just like 
bite someone's neck. Uh, that, that's the more romanticized version of it. The, the Dracula version. Yeah, yeah, that's... So I guess the real, like, thing is, vampires are real? Surprise! Surprise! Wow, I mean, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. And uh, uh, like you were saying to me before, uh, before we went live, is they're becoming a lot more, like, they're becoming a lot more bold and a lot more frequent. In the oh, world. yeah. Uh, there's a lot more of them going out and hunting and... Oh, yeah. Being dangerous. Honestly, the place that I mostly find them is on Tinder. Really? Yeah. That seems like a good place to do it. You can kind of tell. You yeah. know, you'll be swiping, and you it's just real easy to find a, an undead dandy. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. They'll just see him and be like, there he is. So let's talk about you, uh, how you, like, where you grew up uh, and how you got into vampire hunting. Well, um, I grew up in the small town of Shady Falls, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, we it's have a great a... origin town for a vampire hunter. I know. It seemed pretty fitting for me. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of made sense. Yeah. But, uh, you know, being a vampire hunter was not in my repertoire of ideas mm-hmm. for growing up, but... It just kind of happened. You know, one day I woke up and... You were just there. There was a weird guy in my bedroom and he said, Polly. Oh. It's your time. How old were you? I was maybe 16. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you just assumed he was like a sexual predator. Yeah, I was very scared at first. But uh, he's actually a really nice guy. He helps me with my vampire cleanups. His name is Gerald. Oh, wow. So yeah. he wasn't a vampire. No, no. He's like my mentor or whatever. Interesting. I assumed that he, he appeared in your bedroom and he was like a vampire trying to get you. Well, that happened shortly after. Really? Yeah. Well, it's a good thing he showed up before Yeah, because I would have been, been screwed. So what was, what was his name? His name's Gerald. And he picked you to be a vampire hunter? Yeah, he said that he'd been watching me, mm-hmm. which seemed Ooh. a little strange. See, that further adds to the right? special predator. I know. Yeah. I know. I... I'm just, I'm just glad that he's been a little more respectful of my space recently. Yeah. You know. How old are you now? I'm 18. Oh, so you're, you've only been doing this for two years. Yeah, I'm relatively new. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, you're probably much more experienced in killing vampires than most people are. I guess you could say that per se, because mm-hmm. each vampire's really different, you know? You never yeah. know what you're going to get. You got to adapt. Yeah. So, uh, tell me about the first time you experienced you met you you met a vampire and had to kill them. Well, it was actually the same day that Gerald showed up in my bedroom. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, he said, "Just you wait. It'll happen sooner than you know." And I said, "Uh, okay." <laughs> and then, pretty much in the next like five minutes, a vampire came through my window, mm-hmm. and I was like. Whoa. Was he still there? Yeah. And he's like, just go for the heart. He threw me a steak. And mm-hmm. I said, okay. <laughs> but then this vampire actually took a long time to die. Yeah. Like it took him maybe a week and a half. So I just let him stay in my mom's basement. Wait, so you, you just drove the steak through his heart and yeah. he was writhing, but he wasn't dying. Yeah. Because sometimes it takes him longer. People don't really see that in the movies. Yeah. Well, movies are only two hours long. Oh, yeah. So you, know, you got to speed it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
very not proper to how it really is. So none of the movie depictions or book dis- depictions of vampires are very accurate? I mean, it, it sometimes. It is depends. Twilight accurate? I wish it was accurate. I mm. mean, if I could meet like a nice vampire friend. You wouldn't kill them if they were nice? Well, that's actually kind of like what I was talking about with my week-long kill. Mm-hmm. Because he ended up staying in my mom's basement, Mm -hmm. and she didn't know he was there, but I'd go down, and we actually both really enjoyed watching Friends. Oh, yeah, the the classic 90s sitcom. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. I didn't know vampires would like Friends. Yeah, he was... I also didn't think vampires would like having Friends. He he really consumed that media like he consumed blood. Wow. Like, he... He loved it. He All was, the while he's dying. He was definitely a Chandler. Oh, yeah. And I'm a Rachel. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we, we worked out as pals, but not like a romantic interest. Yeah. You know, it was great. That's good. Yeah. And then he died. And then he died, and I had to clean his guts off my mind. At any point, was there, was there uh, any sort of anger from his side that you were slowly killing him? First, he was a little upset about it, mm-hmm. but once we got to talking, I, I told him, I said, I said, Crispali, that was his name. Crispali. Crispali the third. It's I a very s- vampire name. I said, I'm really sorry about this. If I knew that you just wanted to watch Friends, I m- probably still would have killed you, but maybe we would have watched Friends first. Interesting. So when he came into your room... Did he go, ah, I'm a vampire, I'm going to get you? Or what What did he do when he came into your room? He knew that I was going to be a vampire hunter. Uh-huh. So he was trying to, you know, like, beat me to the punch, per se. Like, you are you can't be a good vampire hunter if yeah. you're dead. Like, or yeah. if you're a vampire. Yeah. Although, tell that to Blade. Right. hmm But, you know, I, uh... Uh, I, I I did feel kind of bad. Yeah. But uh, I I feel like a little piece of Chris Polly the Third is is still with me. Yeah. You know. How many vampires have you killed? Oh, that's a that's a big question. Mm-hmm. You don't I, count. I lost count after like a hundred. You know. Wow. They're, they're everywhere. Hundred in a in two years. Over a yeah. hundred in two years. Uh huh. Wow. So yeah. you're killing them frequently, like almost every day? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I oh, wow. have to buy a lot of shoes because my shoes get very bloody and gutty very quick. It seems like uh, you seem pretty well put together for someone who has to constantly be killing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You I mean, can, you don't yeah. look, you don't outwardly look uh, like in distress. Well, you know. Maybe uh, skittish. The, the... This, the heart wants what the heart wants, mm-hmm. and I, I guess I was just always uh, seeking, um, you know, bloodlust or something. It's it's a hobby, yeah. So you enjoy it? Oh, yeah. So it's not like a thing that you, you just have to do now. It's like, if you, if you could quit, could you? No. You couldn't quit? No, I, I couldn't to. quit. Like, it's you're, too, you're in too deep now. Yeah, like, I, uh, you know, I'm... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty stuck. Are you a vampire hunter by trade, or are you a vampire hunter out of survival? Well, I 
I guess it's a little bit of both because mm-hmm. vampires are always trying to get me because they know I'm trying to get them. Yeah. You know, it's like a it's like a Buffy situation. Yeah. But uh, I I'm not as appealing as Buffy, and no, no, and no, uh, there's no hot vampire trying to trying to get with this. Mm-mm. But um, if there's any listening out there, uh, hit me up on Tinder. You wouldn't just kill them on sight. If they were nice, like, I would, yeah, I'd consider it. Has there ever been a vampire that's just been, like, trying to be nice to you? I mean, I guess Chris Bally, like, he probably would have been the nicest one, but yeah, I kind of bad. fudged that one up from yeah. the get-go. Do you regret that? Honestly, yeah. Like, I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, maybe Chris Bally third was the one. What percentage of people in the world, like, are vampires, like, amongst us oh yeah walking around in the daylight yeah um i i didn't want to say anything while i was watching your other segment but i think that that bass player might be a night walker joe yes he might be a vampire i i think so hmm he didn't seem like a vampire they're really good at blending in hmm but uh so they don't have like the fangs no they don't have like the, the pale skin they're retractable oh the the fangs or the pale skin both wow <laughs> interesting do they sleep in coffins if they want i mean some of them are more modern like anyone could sleep in a coffin oh yeah totally but but honestly most vampires shop at ikea that's a really great place to find them as well coffins vampires oh, vampires <laughs> okay I would buy an Ikea coffin in a second, I would, though. too. They, you just put it together real quick and it, yeah. yeah, save money. I'd, I'd buy an Ikea tombstone. there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what, what is it about Ikea that, make, that vampires like so much? Um, I think it's just the accessibility to everything. Vampires are very streamlined. Yeah. You know, they want to, like, get things done the way they want to get things done. And mm-hmm. Ikea is just a very professional, smart choice. Yeah. You know? So... Do vampires, are there vampires out there that try to avoid their urges and like they try to like for, they try to drink like pig's blood or something or cow's blood instead of the killing humans? Uh, I mean, I've heard them say they do. Like I'll be an inch away from driving a stake into their heart and they're like, no, 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 I only drink pig blood. And I'm like, really, though? And then you kill them? And then I kill them. <laughs> you know, like, I'm sorry, but I, I almost understand the undying bloodlust thing. So, like, there's no way. I'm sorry, but there's no way. There's no way they could just... No. ...subsist off pigs one. Like, imagine living your whole life all the time... Just in your favorite restaurant, but you couldn't eat anything. Well, like, I could only eat, like, salad, like, side salads. Yeah, like, you could only get, like, a side salad, but not one with, like, ranch dressing. or It's just, like, a dry dry side salad. Yeah, like a balsamic. one tomato. Yeah. And, like, yeah, just, like. And and it's, like, like a cherry, tiny tomato. Yeah. And I like those, but why only give me one? Yeah, it's, it's just, like, teasing you on the tomatoes. That's exactly what it's like to be a vampire living in the human world. Just yeah, because you're surrounded by thousands of cherry tomatoes all, all the time. times. Yeah, man, now I'm getting hungry. I I almost came into your last se- segment and uh, just killed your buddy right on the spot. I'm really glad you didn't. 
you know? Because, I mean, have you ever been killed someone that wasn't, have you ever killed someone that you thought was a vampire and then thought after, like, maybe that person wasn't a vampire, they died a little too easily? Um, I would rather wait until my lawyer's present to answer that question. Mm. So, so you have um, a well, obviously, yes. Mm-hmm. That this is a very tricky business, you I'm know, because sure. a lot of people don't believe that vampires exist. Absolutely. So when you, if you ever get, have you ever been caught killing somebody, a vampire? Knock on wood. <laughs> Not yet. Mm-hmm. But has anyone walked in on you? One time I, I, I got walked in on, but I was actually in, like, a science classroom in a school. <laughs> okay. So I was able to just, like, act like I was Dissecting doing... Dissecting Yeah, I was body. like, whoa, that was a really big frog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll clean it up, Mr. Withers. Sorry. And they were like, okay, go about your business. Yeah, I think he was a little scared because um, some of the blood had gotten on my face. Uh-huh. And I probably looked very ravenous because I, I definitely get into a, 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 a mood mm-hmm. when I kill. Understandable. You know, I have to really embrace my feminine power. Mm-hmm. So I get ravenous. Yeah. Hey, do you ever uh, consume the blood of the vampires that you kill? Uh, that's another one I'm gonna have to abstain on, okay. Michael. Do you are are you afraid that you might be a vampire? Well, well what do you mean by that, Michael? Well, you have an insatiable bloodlust. Uh, you seem to have a sense for vampires. Um, you did just kind of avoid my question about consuming blood. Perhaps you might be a vampire yourself. Uh, I mean, that kind of sounds like something that someone who's a vampire would say, Michael. So, uh, maybe I should be looking into you being a vampire. If you don't want me to press this, I don't have to. I don't think I'm a vampire, though. I'm, I have warm blood. Yeah, yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're very obviously not a vampire. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sorry, I get heated. It's just, uh... Well, you get heated. You're not a vampire, then. I'm not a vampire. Okay. Are you just you're just afraid of one day becoming one because a vampire might get you? Yeah, it's it, it hits home, you know. So since vampirism is uh, like a disease that can like grow in the ground and airborne, do you, is part of your vampire hunting job not only killing vampires but also treating the earth for vam- the vampirism disease? Absolutely, because like I was saying, when a vampire dies, it gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like. Literally everywhere. So I keep like a whole like janitorial cart in the back of my van. Wow. You know, like it's a lot of cleanup. Do you ever get like pulled over by the police and they they observe like all your tools and stuff? Well, it's uh, it's mostly mops that you can see unless you go in there. You have like vampire killing tools as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I usually keep those on my person. Oh, yeah. So, I'm able to play him off. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, knock on wood, but I'm hoping that if it ever does, I'll be able to use my uh, my charisma and people-pleasing personality to get off of the hook. Are there any celebrities, living or dead, who uh, or undead, that are, are vampires? Oh, absolutely, 100%. Can you name some? I mean... 
I'm not a name dropper, but uh, Tanya Harding. Really? She's a vampire. Really? Absolutely. She, she, man, now that you mentioned it, she does kind of have like kind of pasty skin. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I, that's very interesting. Not many A-list celebrities. A lot of B-list celebrities. Yeah, it's too. mostly like B-C-Ds, mm-hmm. you know? That makes you feel bad because I, Tanya, made me very sympathetic for Tanya Harding, but she's actually a vampire. Don't even get me started on that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so, through that whole movie, it's so obvious that she's a vampire. <laughs> I'm just like, how is America not seeing this? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. It's, uh, really upsetting i know man now i'm never gonna look at tanya harding the same way so so vampires like ice skating i mean that that particular one did that particular one did Mm -hmm. i guess the only like really like a-list celeb that i can i feel comfortable seeing as a vampire was alan rickman oh he was a vampire oh yeah he seemed like a nice vampire oh yeah he that's why i never killed him yeah you know, because mm-hmm. uh, well, he's you, a quality man. I mean, you only became a vampire hunter two years ago, and Alan Rickman died in January of 2016. So that's what you think, really? Yeah. When did he didn't die in January 2016? He became undead. Oh, that's when he became a vampire. Yeah. Wow. Plot twist. Wow. Is he so? Is he still afoot? He's still afoot. Wow. Where's he living? Well, you should probably I, couldn't say. I can't. Ex- you know. I can't give away that information mm-hmm. because uh, there is a sector of vampires that uh, live in peace. But Do you ever visit them? No. They probably don't want to see you. No, I'm kind of like, you know, banned. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Because, you know, Alan Rickman's always been one of my favorite actors. And then when I found out that he joined the Undead Army, I was like, I see it. But also, like, I miss his, his work. Yeah. You but know? at least he's still out there. Yeah, yeah. Probably acting in, like, the little colony. I'm that sure that they have a very wonderful media presence. Yeah. You think so? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. In the vampire community, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, dark web. Dark, dark, dark web. Oh, are you familiar with, like, the dark, dark, dark web? Oh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dark, dark, dark Tinder. Dark, dark Tinder. Mm. <laughs> Tinder after hours. How many people on the website Vampire Freaks were vampires? None. (laughs) Really? Yeah, not a single one. Not an actual vampire would go onto that website. That makes sense. Like, you wouldn't go on, like, a murderer's forum if you were a serial killer. No. And also, all of those goth kids being like, I'm a vampire, that is not how they act. No. No, most of them are like... Very clean cut, like quick and loans type people, you I know? I a lot of people with quick and loans are vampires. Yeah. Dan Gilbert a vampire? That's another thing I can't disclose, Michael. But like. But like, between you and me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. N- need you say no more. But you didn't hear it from me. Mm-hmm. I did, though. Touche. <laughs> uh, so... And you're, what have you ever become close to not successfully killing a vampire? Like, have you almost died or got turned into a vampire yourself? Um, I I have had some close calls, but um, Gerald is usually there for me. Oh, really? When 
I really get into trouble. Mm -hmm. I know it's a little outdated, but he has a pager. No, oh, wow. Yeah, so if I'm ever having any issues, I'll just give him a quick page. You know, he'll give me a call, and I'll be like, hey, you know, I'm out here at the Trumbleplex. There's some stuff going on, and then he'll show up and get me out of there. Nice. But uh, I did almost die one time. Really? And uh, I, I saw the light, Michael. The the light of, like, heaven? I mean... Or it was just a light, you don't I know. I just saw the light, you know? Like, I, honestly, I was a little put off by the light. Mm-hmm. But uh, I saw it, so... What uh, what what was the situation what, that occurred that made you see the light? Well, I was actually walking home from... Uh, do you remember when the Satanic Temple brought their statue to we, Detroit? Yeah. I attended that because I figured this might be a little vampire nexus-y. And mm -hmm. it was honestly not, but it was a good time. Yeah. And I was walking home from that event, and I just got stopped on the street by a vampire. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I saw you looking for vampires there. And I was like, well, yeah, that's my job. And I had, I had been maybe drinking a little bit, and I shouldn't have, because I don't partake in alcohol. Mm -hmm. But I was. And uh, he knocked me over, and he almost was able to bite me. But I just started crying, oh. like, really, really loud. Mm -hmm. And I think it made him uncomfortable. Yeah. So he let me leave. So when in that experience did you see the light? I saw the light because I knew that this could be my moment. Mm -hmm. So it might have been a little more of a psychological light. Mm-hmm. Or I might have just been really drunk. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But I, I feel like it was... Um, it was the light. It was the light, you wow. know? Man, that's interesting. Are you okay? I, it's just talking about this just... It just makes me think, you know... There's so many vampires out there and... I just have a target on my forehead, basically. Mm -hmm. On your neck. Oh, yeah. On my neck. Mm -hmm. Ha ha. <laughs> Sorry. Good one, Michael. Sorry. But, you know, it's tough, but I'm just, a, I'm a quirky girl, you know? I just, mm -hmm. I want things other 18-year-olds want, and, you know. If vampires are real, are other supernatural beings real? Like, werewolves oh, and yeah. ghosts and aliens? Oh, yeah. 100%. Are aliens real? That's actually not really my department. But do you know if they are? Um, between you and I, mm -hmm. uh, yes. Do they have assholes? Yes. Do vampires have assholes? Yes. Do werewolves? No. Really? Nope. How do werewolves go to the bathroom? They have, have a little sex? hole that comes out of their throat. Ugh. Yeah. So it just go. They eat, and it immediately comes yep, out of their throat. Yep, it's very unpleasant. Yeah, yikes! Surprisingly enough, gelatinous oozes, sentient gelatinous oozes, oh. do have buttholes. Really? I didn't know. Yep. First of all, I didn't know gelatinous oozes were real. You've never seen a sentient gelatinous ooze? No. Well, different strokes, you know. <laughs> I guess so. 
But uh, I'm no. not into the underground scene. They're uh, they're like actually like fifty percent asshole, fifty percent gelatinous ooze. That's also a lot of people on Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That and that's why I find most of my monsters there. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Polly. Of course, it's been a pleasure. Where can uh, people hire you if they if they have a vampire issue? Uh, I'll just know. You'll just know. I'll just know. So like, just like think really hard. I need your help, and I'll Polly. be there. Wow. Yeah. Anywhere in the world. No, it's it's mostly just a just a Metro Detroit thing mm-hmm. for me. You're not in Ohio anymore. No, I moved. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Polly. I appreciate having you on. Of course. And thank you guys for listening. Next week, we will feature the folks from Whatever Fest. We'll be back after a week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Oh, and here is Terminal by Virginia Wilde and the Rays. Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.